what is this phenomena of death and to point out that death is not such a painful act and it's not the end of it all the physical death is not the end of it all and again another very very famous verse and generally people hear it for the first time when they are dying and they cannot hear anything very famous verse from the bhagavad gita a beautiful simile bhagwan gives or metaphor Should I tell you a joke here? I heard from someone. Said, you know, it looks like Krishna is a Sindhi. Vasansi jhirnani navani grinati naroparani all ani 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 people find such peculiar peculiar things but you can't doubt it because after all where was Dwarka between Sindh and Gujarat okay if he was not a Sindhi at least he was a Kachi again ani 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 a more lethal combination between a Gujarati and a Sindhi. <laughs> and you know, both these Kachis and Sindhis love dressing up. They are known for it. So therefore Bhagwan gives that example only. So that also proves that he could be. <laughs> Bhagwan was born in Mathura, that's you know. But see, where you stay, that influence is also there, no? Anyway, that's just a joke. Vasasi jirnani yatha vihaya. Yatha, just as vihaya, one cast of jirnani vasansi, one's old clothes. And when you give up your clothes, do you remain? How long do you stay without clothes? Navani Grinati Naroparani. A person wears new clothes after that. Tatha Sharirani Vihaya Jirnani. In the same way, the old body is discarded. Now, when you remove clothes, clothes are not even a part of you, they're not even stuck to you. When you just take it out, how effortless it is to drop your clothes. When you go to the bathroom, you drop your clothes and afterwards you wear a gown and you come out and then you wear your new clothes. What do you lose? No, every time I remove my clothes, some skin, some flesh of mine comes out. It is effortless. It is painless. And especially if they are old clothes to drop it. 
some people to love especially their old pajamas it's tone like tone jeans how people love it because it's comfortable because they become comfort in it and we are very reluctant to give up our comfort zone socks also you see sometimes these people wearing this tone and you ask them say swami ji it's a holy socks <laughs> Anyani sanyati navani dehi. So just as you drop your old clothes and wear new clothes, same way this jiva drops the old body and picks up a new body. Now when Krishna says jhirnani, old, then suddenly this question comes up in all our minds. See, that's the method of understanding and teaching also. You have to preempt the question. We find so many people who is young, dying. What about them? See, old and new is judged by whom? In India, an ambassador car that works for 30 years, not anymore, you would still not consider it to be old. I don't know, abroad, especially those who have got their Mercedes from the 70s, they do not want to trade their Mercedes of the 20th century. Why? Because they are long-lasting ones. Now, your children say, Dad, what an old Merc you are driving. But for you, it's still functioning. It is still as good as new. This is what? No? Old but new. Puranaha. <laughs> what is old and what is new? In America, after five years, your car is old. In India, the truck will be going on for 30 years with every part falling off. But still, only 30 years. And I found out in Japan, because when I was in New Zealand, New Zealand gets only second-hand cards. But they're quite good. Why? Because Japan, a car for two years is old. Now, whether it is old. And for New Zealand, everything is new. <laughs> for New Zealander, everything is new. A two-year-old car or a fire car is new only. Maybe an Indian 30-year-old car is old. So this new or old is judged by what? And how many of you actually discard, many of you just don't discard any clothes from your wedding time onwards. But many of you ladies, after wearing your clothes for two times, if you have worn it in the wedding or the party, why do you go and buy, go to any home, look at the wardrobe. Her wardrobe is full. His wardrobe is full with her clothes. <laughs> and nowadays it's not that you get the master bedroom. You get the guest bedroom. Even there if you hold the cupboard, the guest does not have any clothes. Even the Swami does not have place to keep his two clothes because her old clothes are there. So I said, you got so many clothes. Oh Swamiji, those are old. And even though she's not given away, they're discarded in the guest room. 
Now what is old and new? Somewhere their clothes, clothes till they, they get dilapidated and then throw it. When most of you fashionable people, you wore it for a year. Now it is old. Old fashion when you say. It is old, no? Depends what you see in it. Remember, it is not the age that determines whether body is old or young. It is determined by your karma and your vasanas whether this body is any more useful to the jiva. Whether it's a two-year-old child that drops this body or whether it is a 102-year-old man that drops this body. It is according to the need, desire of that jiva. And you say, what do you mean to say, young man who had such ambitions and he died with an accident, he didn't want to live. That is not determined by your present wishes. It's determined with the credits that you have come with for which you had to come to gain these experiences or learn these experiences. Now it's no longer useful to the jiva. It is dropped. So please understand, otherwise these questions will come up. We see young people dying. Krishna said old body discarded. What he means to say jirna here means no longer useful. So in the same way, this body is like a suit or a dress you are wearing. Come on, the same dress you keep on wearing all the time, you get bored. Why not change bodies? When this body is no longer functioning, that you can't even pick up a thing, you can't even walk. Let go. I mean, you don't go and kill it, but what I'm saying is, <laughs> let go of it. What is there to cry about? When all of you sometimes bring your clothes for these court people, for the village people, for them, oh, the new fashions, the new clothes, they get excited. But for you, they are old clothes that your children have outgrown and no longer are wearing. At the same time, do you remain without clothes? Only for a short time. But then you put on some clothes. So see this beautiful verse again. No? Now we say, Swamiji, I don't believe in reincarnation. Okay, so what? You don't believe that the world is around. That doesn't mean the world becomes flat. Or became flat. No, prove to me reincarnation. And the moment the word reincarnation comes in, yeah, all the thematic religions, thematic religions start jumping up and down. No, I don't believe in reincarnation. Okay, so what? Doesn't matter. That's not a matter of argument. But you just mentioned about it that the soul takes a new body. The jiva takes a new body that is reincarnation, isn't it? I don't believe in it. Okay. All these believers, I don't know what they believe. What's the difference between a believer and a non-believer? 
one believes in the existence of something other believes in the non-existence of it what makes a non-believer more intelligent than a believer both are believers no did you inquire to find out whether it's a believer of reincarnation or non-believer of reincarnation did you find out whether reincarnation is there or not by some means of knowledge your telescopes and your microscopes are not the means of knowledge for example to see a star a microscope is not a means of knowledge to see a star and a telescope is not a means of knowledge to see a microbe your modern sciences are not inquiring into the nature of the spirit they're still in the matter and therefore they are not a means or an authority to speak on something that they have not investigated into and if they have yes prove it wrong prove it wrong no just say i don't believe in reincarnation because i'm a scientist what scientist did you actually a scientist is one who actually experiments and tries to find out and until unless he has got a direct proof or at least a sound theory and theory is not a proof but at least a sound theory based on observation deduction he cannot call himself a scientist so how do we inquire just because somebody has got a belief or somebody has not got a belief that does not prove or non prove and the truth is not based on our belief so what is reincarnation if we say that this is the first birth and this is the last birth suppose we say that then what is the cause behind it what is the cause behind it you just say it's just certain genes that combines itself so therefore everything is random probability which means you are trying to say that there is no law then why are you inquiring about it there is no law the whole universe is a chaos because it's just some accident even science cannot accept it because they see certain laws in the universe and therefore they are trying to find out what is the law or the cause behind it then they are contradicting themselves there are others who believe that god created the world and then god decides and gives you the birth now very interesting huh god creates you from nothing or from whatever and then you are created but then hell and heaven is continuous that also does not make any sense because that which is created must perish and then we see such disparity in the world somebody is born in a rich family healthy with all comforts given education in a social cultural place and there are others born in the most difficult situations 
most terrible situations also or disabled. So God is some madman sitting up there deciding one to be healthy, the other to be sick. Then which God does everybody worship? The theory that God gives you illness and God and therefore any rational person says then I don't want to believe in such a God. Then there must be some cause of which we are seeing this effect, this particular body or this particular birth. And that is determined by what? Some action. And in this life only, whether you are healthy or you are not healthy, depends on what habits of eating, exercising you entertain, is it not? Think about it. So, there is a universal law which neither the scientists, neither the religious, neither the theist, neither the philosophers can refute. I'm not talking from the absolute standpoint though. And that is the law of action and reaction. And if we are seeing a reaction at birth, which means there must be some action before. And there are many actions we do in this birth which we don't get the result which means there will be another birth. And if there is this birth, there's a possibility of another birth. Yeah, but Swamiji, this sounds very logical, I understand. Yes, the theory is sound. But what is the proof? Why don't we remember our past life? If I ask you, Nine days before, what did you eat? I told you, if you are from the south, you know you ate Thai Sadam. That is <laughs> eternal. <laughs> but besides Thai Sadam, they are also eternal, sambar rice. So they can very easily answer eternal questions. But okay, some of you North Indians, what did you eat? Do you remember? Nine days ago, what you eat? Nine days ago, what conversation? Okay, let me tell you. Today, I will ask you in the evening. Three days ago, what did I tell you about Arjuna? What? <laughs> Are this morning what I told you about the Atma, you don't remember. And past lives, you'll remember. Shankaracharya gives very beautifully because our minds are so preoccupied with our present situation, dharma, dharma, etc. that we don't remember our past lives, but you can. You know that people through hypnosis, but that's hypnosis, I don't know. There are certain yogic techniques of breathing also by which you can, not the which are going on in the market. Swamiji, you know it? Yes. But I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> if nature has decided that you are not fit to remember your past life, what if you realize that your best friend was the one who got married to your girlfriend who broke your heart? How are you going to relate with him? The jiva has got no relationship that way. 
How do you find out? If you find out that that very girl who broke your heart now is your sister, you have to mend your heart when it gets broken because you keep making the mistake every life, the same mistake. Tell me, how will you relate to it? Therefore, if nature has allowed it to be forgotten, let's respect that. And that's why very often we say, no, let's forget the past, let's start anew. Such hypocrites we are. We make these statements also, let's forget the past. Yo, who are so who are? Let's start afresh. So you're given a fresh start. Oh, okay, then Swamiji, that means you're trying to say that you can't prove it to us. Anyway, there are people who do remember their past life and documentaries are made on it. And about 20 years ago, I saw one BBC document. And there are many such documentaries made of people who very amazingly, or even children, who say that, uh, describe certain places and when they go and find the places there. And one documentary which I saw, that the psychologist from India contacted the psychologist from Germany and England to come and see this child who seemed to be getting some visions and very, very strong visions of people, homes, village. They started investigating and they found in a particular town, there was a house with all the names he gave and they're documenting this. And the most interesting part of it was, he comes there, the little child, his son is now quite old and there are grandchildren but he also knows which curtain has changed and which furniture has changed and the most interesting thing has happened if you think this was staged suddenly somebody passes from there and this boy runs out the camera is shaking and running you know i think the cameraman loves shaking cameras you know? <laughs> <laughs> so takes and he runs and this boy goes and catches this man and said give me my five rupees <laughs> give me my five rupees and nobody knows that this man owned this in his past life five rupees that much also he remembers therefore please don't be attached to money the only thing you'll remember is somebody took your money okay now enough is enough we don't need to be convinced at least you believe, right? And why should you? The authority of the scriptures are also there? No, no, but that the, the Hindu scriptures say so. Hey, hey, is it not said in the Bible that John the Baptist was Elijah? If that's not reincarnation, what is it? Is it not quoted in the Quran that I died as a stone to be born as a plant. I died as a plant to be born as an animal. I died as an animal. People have quoted it. So, evidence of it is there even in the scriptures. The Buddhist, the Jains, they all of course believe. And when you say also that the soul doesn't die, whether it is any other religion also, they may not believe in reincarnation. At least they believe in the eternity of the soul. That's why you go to heaven and hell. The point here is not whether a person reincarnates, but that the jiva is eternal. So proven. 
Sí, yes or no? Yes. But you said that no one can cause the destruction of it. Okay, by nature it's not destructible. That which is by nature not destructible, nobody can cause destruction. And to emphasize on this point, these are beautiful verses that people only read to the dying or the dead. If only you read it while you are living, you will never die. Why? Because you know that you never die. Everybody dies, but nobody ever dies. Thank you for tuning in to this episode by the Chinmaya Mission. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing. If you're looking for exceptional and detailed content on the Bhagavad Gita and how Lord Krishna's advice to Arjuna is relevant to the hurdles you face today, or understanding your mind, or explanations on Hindu scriptures in easy-to-understand English, the Chinmaya Mission YouTube channel is the place to be. All links are in the description.